Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 5, Episode 14, Logjam. The original air date for this episode was February 5th, 1990. It was directed by William Garrity, and it was written by Lee Maddox. Uh, Why don't we discuss this episode in brief? Uh, In this episode, MacGyver uh, goes to help an old friend by going undercover at a logging operation to expose possible criminal doings. Right, and her name's Amy something? Yeah, uh, well, Amy Chandler. It just reminded me of his, the ex-girlfriend from... Endangered. Endangered. Was her name Amy also? Uh, I don't recall what her name was. I think it was. I'm not 100% sure on that. But this is a very similar thing. Yeah. But I don't feel like this was... This is the trees are the animals. In the yeah, story. and and it, there, there rather than there being romantic entanglement between the two, there is mistaken romantic entanglement. Right. Uh, rather than. But actual. again, she already has someone yeah. that she's sweet on. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need MacGyver. Someone who throws his hat in MacGyver's shield of view. Right. Marking his territory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's a different episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in this episode, we um, uh, we start off with. Serene pictures of animals walking around being in the woods until they're scared off by the massive logging operation oh, that's no. going on. Oh, it's so terrible. Fern Gully. Yep. It's total Fern Gully. Uh, and we get another seaplane. Right. Uh, oddly, oddly enough, flying over the forest. I don't know where the seaplane plans to land. Yeah. Um, and this isn't the first time that we've had someone, like a pilot, giving MacGyver a tour from above mm-hmm. of, like, devastation below. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's how we started Kill Zone. But here he's flying over and he's showing him where all the deforestation is taking place. Right. That basically anywhere there's a freeway or a highway that there's thick trees on both sides of the road. Right. But that it stops like 200 feet back and that it's just clear cut after that. Right. It's to give you a fake impression that when you're driving through the country roads, it's like, oh, look at all this thick natural forest. Yeah. They're, who, who's complaining about the logging? Everything looks fine here. Yeah. Uh, until you see it from above. Yeah. It's kind of a crafty little trick there. Yeah. And MacGyver's trying to point out that everyone should have to see it from up here and mm-hmm. see what's going on. Um, on the road, uh, Amy Chandler and some protesters have stopped a logging truck right. from passing by. Uh, and they're getting into an argument, and her position is that the trees are being cut illegally. Right. Um, and uh, basically the police show up, and the owner of the logging company, Foxworth, comes to say, you know, he gives his point that we're replacing all the trees that we cut. And she says, so you can cut them down again. It's right. Like, yeah. And then we replace those. That's how this works. Yeah. Um, but then she's like, Oh, well that's just a tree farm. That's not the same as a forest. It's like, it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of the same thing. Except that we replace the trees every once in a while. Um, but the guy playing Foxworth here, John Considine, uh, this is his first of three MacGyver's. He'll come back as Aaron Sandler in There But For The Grace and Andrew Lawton in Off The Wall. But he actually goes on to write four episodes of the show. And he oh, wrote okay. the second TV movie, the Trail to Doomsday one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And uh, also with Foxworth is Jack. And as Amy is arrested by the uh, local sheriff, Delaney, uh, she kind of gives Jack like a glare. And you think, oh, okay, this is going to be like some tense between the two of them. But no, it's because Jack is her husband. Yeah. <laughs> she she married a lot. Yeah, his boss is like, 
when are you going to do something about that wife of yours? <laughs> and that's supposed to be like, oh, it's a twist. There's Romeo and Juliet situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm not. That's why we're getting separated right yeah. now. Uh, and uh, so Mac arrives at the uh, protest headquarters. And I wrote in my notes, Mac... Uh, MacGyver parks like a jerk. Yeah, he does. Because <laughs> it's like angled parking, but he parks at the wrong angle. Yeah. It takes up like two spots. Th or three, depending on how nervous you are about parking close to someone. Yeah. Uh, and he notices that uh, Amy is being brought into the police station across the street. Yeah. Uh, so Amy has been arrested, and MacGyver notices her being taken in. Right. Conveniently that he's right there across yeah, the street. Yeah, he just happens to be across the street from her. Then... Uh, as Delaney is kind of booking her, Amy is bringing up uh, the death of one of the other loggers, a man That she thinks Lopez. was a suspicious death. Yeah. She doesn't specify why, though. I feel like if she'd have laid out all the evidence that they mm -hmm. might have taken her more seriously. Right. We, we come to find out that the job that this guy did, a choker, is a very dangerous job. Right. As it is. Um, and so they said it was an accident. Um, and... Uh, uh, Mac and Amy, as she... she she gets bail, or she makes bail. I can't remember if Mac pays her bail or how she gets out. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, but she's allowed to leave. And as MacGyver comes into the police station uh, asking about her, Braddock, who is the truck driver who was stopped, is right. like they're filing an official complaint. Yeah, because it cost him hours of work right. because they got hung up on the road waiting for these people to get out of the way. And uh, he overhears MacGyver asking about her and kind of like make, takes a moment to like note MacGyver's face. Yeah. This will come into play later. Yes. Um, and so Amy heads back over to her place to talk about the death of Lopez um, and how he was killed just days after trying to give Amy information yeah. about a potential illegal logging operation. Right. Um, uh, the, only, the only code that Lopez was able to get was to check out Betsy. Yeah, he said, find Betsy. And, and he's like, who's Betsy? And she's yeah. like, I have no idea. Um, but after that, he was dead, so he was never. She was never able to to make the connection. Yeah. Uh, MacGyver is only there because the I guess, I'm assuming the Phoenix Foundation was putting together some kind of logging summit. Sure. Which yeah. Was, which was supposed to negotiate between sustaining the trees and keeping the forest, but also keeping the community who's depending on logging right. alive. But she canceled. Because she was supposed to go to the summit with the loggers. And as far as I know, the loggers were still supposed to go to it. Yeah. But that she canceled in the wake of Lopez's death. Cause right. Because she was like, okay, I don't want to get murdered. Mm -hmm. uh, so MacGyver's really only there to help negotiate the peace. Right. Yeah. He, he, and he's he's like kind of mad at her for canceling on the summit instead of just going to it and at least trying to strike a deal. Right. And because she's only antagonizing the loggers to, and would be putting them in a position to be less likely to want right, to be exactly. at a summit. Uh, so this is like ceasefire. Right. Uh, in fact, almost it's almost exactly like ceasefire in the sense that one side says, if we kill the problem, then there won't be a problem anymore. Yeah. Uh, and so MacGyver kind of casually asks about her husband and that they've been separated for six months. And Amy basically makes a deal. She'll... She'll agree to attend the summit and back down if MacGyver goes undercover uh, and to try to see what information right. he can get. And she doesn't specify until the very end of this conversation that her husband is actually a logger. Right. And that that's a big part of it. So they kind of come in for a hug. I don't really remember why. 
why she they felt the need to embrace so romantically. Yeah. Purely for Jack to uh, notice. Yeah, Jack was arriving with some flowers uh, to make some kind of reconciliation with his wife, yeah. who he loves, and sees her and MacGyver in a close conversation and then a romantic embrace. Right. And so, of course, he 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 walks away jilted and sad. Yeah. Um, so at the logging camp, MacGyver shows up. Yeah, like ready to work, and he, he's like halfway to the character he was playing at Pablo Escobar's camp. Yeah, his yeah. His hair's all slicked back, and he's got like a bandana on. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, even though as far as we know, he's never been a choker on a yeah, logging yeah. site before, he claims that he's totally experienced and can and, handle and, it. Yeah, and in, in tree, in forest, not forestry, but the what do they call it when you loggery. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I feel like there's another name for treesmanship. Yeah, <laughs> treason. Treason. <laughs> you no, put no, the no. trees in. It's the other kind of treason. The yeah, good, the good, good kind of treason. It's resin that comes from trees. Uh, <laughs> you mean, you mean sap? sap? <laughs> yeah, but I call it treason. <laughs> it goes great over pancakes. Yeah. Just sap by itself <laughs> sounds terrible. Uh, so of course Jack is the one, uh, uh, Jack Chandler, that is to say. Right. Uh, I don't want people to confuse that this is Jack Dalton. Yeah. I'll just refer to him as Jack, but, uh, he's the one who does the hiring for the new chokerman position. And so he knows it's a dangerous job and he knows MacGyver's dating his wife. So he's basically like, yeah, maybe you'll get killed and this will be a great opportunity. This is wonderful. (laughs) This all works out. She'll have a shoulder to cry on. Um, but he also starts like working him really hard yeah like uh meanwhile in the in a trailer nearby foxworth is talking to mr glass who is part of the yakuza right and basically they're um they're trying to get wood because i guess they need wood right uh patrick bishop who's playing glass here was uh kiyoki who's the bartender at the king kamehameha club in magnum mm. um but he uh, he was born in Japan, mm-hmm. and he's playing this Yakuza character. But was, was he American born, like like military? Um, he brat looks or? At that, just judging from the looks, because he doesn't he didn't look Japanese mm-hmm. to me. But he he may be half Japanese because mm-hmm. I mean his last name is Bishop. It yeah, just yeah, seems yeah. like not a traditional Japanese name. So, um, but yeah, so he was uh, he plays this character as Glass. Yeah, so he he's just making. Uh, Making sure Foxworth is living up to their end of the agreement, right? Which is for X amount of logs to be delivered, right? A whole logs, yeah. not not chopped up or anything. Yeah, I think I think they, they refer to the trees as in plank lengths, or isn't that really short? <laughs> yeah, plank is really short. Yeah, <laughs> plank length is like the shortest possible distance. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. This is, this is some really interesting... Uh, uh, I think uh, I'm spelling it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> P-L-A-N-C-K. Uh, That'll be our Mac facts for this Yeah, year. yeah, Mac facts. The plank <laughs> length is actually the smallest unit uh, of, both, of both length and time yeah. that you can measure. Uh, uh, so uh, MacGyver's been, like, worked hard, and as Foxworth goes over to talk to Braddock about uh, basically doubling their next shipment over to glass which braddock is like whoa dude they're gonna catch if we keep doing this they're gonna catch on 
we need to slow it down, but they don't have a choice. Um, but then Braddock spots MacGyver work, walking around the construction site and recognizes him from the sheriff's station. Yeah. And he's like, who's that guy? And Fox was like, oh, that's the, that's the new choker. It's like, no, that's not a choker. That is someone he's, who's working. He's friends with Amy Chandler. Yeah. That's he's he's going to be a problem, this guy. Um, so, uh, so Fox says, oh, that's, that's true. Well, then I guess I'll have to handle him. Yeah, we're going to give him a rough first day. Really rough. Because uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. But so as MacGyver is like working hard with Jack. Uh, working hard or hardly working? <laughs> <laughs> working? He's working pretty hard. He's working really hard, Pat. Yeah. Uh, the lunch bell rings and they kind of like go to gather with the rest of the workers. And, uh, and MacGyver is kind of casually putting the summit into conversations with people. Yeah. Like, it's like, and like, so you, you're getting the size of view of like, it's like, yeah, I think, I think it's important to have a good balance between the community and, and planting the trees. And Brad's like, no, cut them all down. We need to have as much, we were, this is our livelihood. Yeah, trees don't matter. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and Max moderating the, the, the conversation pretty well. Yeah. Seeing both sides. This is a lot like live and learn where, where we had like the teacher's point of view and the students like, Who's really failing who? Yeah. Like, everyone's part of this problem that needs to be fixed. Um, as he's talking, he, Mac notices the mud flaps on Braddock's truck say Betsy. Right. And so that's the connection. That's the connection. That's my who framed Roger Rabbit. No, unacceptable. <laughs> um, that didn't sound anything like Roger Rabbit to me. <laughs> well, you need to watch the movie again because he's the detective. Who is being hired by Eddie to... No. No. <laughs> no. And it's all about Mulholland and the water supply. Right. I need to watch that movie again. Uh, we get a random scene now at a bowling alley. Uh, I'm not quite sure what's going on here, but Foxworth is meeting with Glass again right away. Right. Look, they just had a meeting that day, and they're already meeting now at a bowling alley. Which I honestly think they were just like... They had a day off scheduled, and they were like, hey, let's go down to the bowling alley. And they were like, this is a cool bowling alley. Can we have a scene take place here? Yeah. Because it makes no sense for Fosworth and Glass to have a meeting again so soon. Yeah. And to meet in a public place. Yeah. Glass would not want to meet in a public place. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised, actually, that he's made so many appearances on the site. It's like, yeah. you would think that as a member of the Yakuza, you would be staying in Japan and communicating via the many technologies available. Well, I mean, I think that that, that is part of why Glass is there. He is the yeah. communication. Because but then they go even further when, like, the head of the Yakuza shows up. Yeah, it's like, true. what are you doing in the Pacific Northwest? <laughs> Get out of here. Is this logging part of your, really that big of a part of yeah. the Yakuza's plan? It can't be that huge a piece of the pie. Uh. So yeah, Glass again is like upset about the timetable, and Foxworth tells him about MacGyver, who's like a spy snooping around the site. Right. And Glass is pretty much just like, well, kill him like he killed Lopez. Yeah. Um, Amy comes in then to put up some posters, uh, protesting the logging operation. Right. And she wants to put them up in a diner, and the woman at the diner's like, well, loggers work in this town, and yeah. it might actually hurt my business. And then. Uh, Braddock comes up and it's like, yeah, I wouldn't work at a place that had that poster. Yeah. And uh, so, like, uh, Amy kind of gets in Foxworth's face and I'll do whatever I can to shut you down, even if I have to sabotage your equipment. Right. And that immediately makes everyone go silent. Yeah. And everyone look 
at Amy. So this is yeah. pretty incriminating. She's making really terrible accusations. Yeah. Or uh, stuff threats. Is, yeah. Well, I threats mean, that are going to come back to haunt her later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy, like, realizes that she's probably better off leaving. Uh, and Foxworth, as she leaves, goes, she's not careful. She's going to end up hurting someone, you know? Yeah. And is, like, hammering home in people's minds that, that this woman is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that evening, MacGyver comes to tell Amy about his discovery of Betsy the truck. Right. And... Uh, and basically, this is also where, where Mac learns that the Jack that he's working for is the logger that is her husband. Yeah. Which he did not have that piece of information. Yeah. Uh, so the next day, uh, when MacGyver and Jack are kind of having a moment, uh, Mac brings up that he knows Amy. He and says, oh, yeah, you know her? Yeah. He's like, yeah, we went to high school together. We just friends mm-hmm. he's like really you're just friends yeah because i saw you hugging her at, at her house the other day and so you know macgyver is just trying to be honest with him and yeah. that's macgyver always is he's always super honest but also we see a, a, a little bit of his experience paying off here because um in vietnam he diffused bombs professionally yeah and here he expertly diffuses the situation by mm-hmm. saying you know i think she still loves you and yeah. just throws the guy completely off guard. Yeah. Like, Jack is completely shut down. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, not on the attack anymore. He's yeah. like, yeah, you know, I think I think I screwed up. I think we let this logging thing come between us. And, and so, and, 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 but Jack wants information, too. He says, so, well, now that we're being honest with each other. Yeah. What are you really doing here? And, and, he, and I mean, essentially, as much as he is there on her behalf to try and convince people to attend this summit... He's also being pretty forthright. Like, no, that's that's why I'm here. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a spy. I I can do this work. I'm helping you guys do this right now. But I'm here because she asked me to try and help this it summit must, happen mm-hmm. and get you guys to communicate. But just then, as one of the uh, trees is being hauled up the hill, a uh, cable snaps. Right, and MacGyver ends up tackling Jack to the ground to avoid getting smashed by a log. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, they're both okay. Like, and now this this only solidifies that Jack and Mac are like Mac is not Jack's team. enemy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the crew starts looking at the why the cable failed, and one of the crew members said this cable didn't snap. This cable was cut. Yeah. Uh, or at least weakened. Yeah. To, to the point of, of of failure. And basically, Foxworth says it, it's it's Amy Chandler. Everyone heard her make threats that she was going to sabotage the equipment. Yeah. And here she did it. I want her arrested. Yeah. Uh, and so, of course, the next scene is at the sheriff's station where they found cable cutters. Um, and these spikes that were driven into a tree that destroyed a piece of equipment that killed someone like a year yeah, ago. Yeah, Which, doesn't that imply that they did that? Like they killed one of their own men? Well, I, no, I think, I think they, the implication is... They just is, found the same spikes that... I, I think the implication that is that some protesters did do that. Oh, okay. Um... Because that's not really framing her, then. That's, yeah. that's more like... Well, that's more trying to tie her to another accident. I guess, yeah. Um, there's a great episode of The X-Files where um, it's all about logging and that they had cut down this really, really old tree that had some uh, organisms in it that had been long dormant. Hexas. <laughs> what? 
Texas. Oh. That's where he comes from. He was in a gnarled old tree in oh. Fern Gully. And oh, really? release him. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. That's the, the, I, I, the I, villain I, of yeah, Fern yeah, Gully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember the horrifying... They, they keep talking about this this creepy tree that no one's supposed to go near because they wrap some evil force in it. And then... Because I remember his rebirth. Yeah. Like the, the skeletal slime yeah. coming together. It's really That's horrifying. That's such a great song. Toxic Love. Um, if it just sounds like some like uh, a B side to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, the the fairies are flying around while uh, is his name Zach, the main the guy that gets shrunk. Yeah, I think so. He's like trying to spray, and he's he accidentally sprays an X on a tree that he's not supposed to, mm-hmm. and that's the one that Hexus was trapped in. So uh-huh. then they chop it all up, and Hexus comes out of the tree. Well, in the X Files episode. The loggers re- release this organism that uh, um, uh, only comes out at night. And, okay. Like you have to keep in light in order to keep it away. Oh right, right, right. The little firefly bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, a great episode. It's a really great episode, and and it's all about logging sabotage too. Right. Because uh, the the one guy, um, I can't remember his actor's name at the moment, but he played the Man in Black in Lost, which you haven't seen. He, he's a villain in a lot of shows. Oh, Bosch. He's on that show, Bosch, right now. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's a saboteur and while he's trying to make a getaway, he falls victim to one of his own traps of spike strips oh, really? that they lay out for the logging equipment yeah. and trucks and stuff. Little side note. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like basically what I'm saying is that, that sabotage, environmentalist sabotage is a real yeah. thing. And people put like a bunch of nails in trees so that if someone goes to chainsaw, they'll just rip the nails out and throw it at whoever's yeah, chopping the tree down. Yeah, and destroy the chainsaw. Yeah. More importantly, kill someone. But yeah. Also, just throw the chainsaw. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, they are basically got a lot of evidence planted on her. And Foxworth, once again, goes to meet with Glass. It, I, if, I, if I were Glass, I would say, God, this guy wants to see me all the time. Yeah. This is, I should really just be running this operation yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, don't know why he hasn't taken over. I mean, he owns the logging yard. Yeah, they, they, yeah the Yakuza owns the yard. Uh, so, what's the problem? Um, and Glass is talking, like as you said, to the head of the Yakuza, or a head. Well, he says um, that is the head of the Yakuza, and he's my father. <laughs> that was in the back of... And he's yeah. driving a Cadillac. Like, yeah, well, he wouldn't have a Japanese car. He's driving a Cadillac. <laughs> well, he's in America. I guess. And, There's and no Japanese cars in America. None. There are no <laughs> Japanese cars in America. <laughs> and the streets are paved with ramen. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> um, and uh, gl- so Glass also shows him like the price of failure, even yeah. from his own father. Is that By just figure- holding up his hand and folding his pinky down. Yeah. And he said that he had to chop off his own finger. I can't tell if he's actually missing a finger or not. I, I, I don't think he is, but it's convincing. Yeah. It's a convincing look. Uh, I wish they had been like, is it? Oh. He just turns his hand to the side. Like, Are you just folding it? Yeah, no, no. It's, he, he, he glued my finger to yeah. my palm. <laughs> that was one of the worst days of my life. You know, there's like, you could use a chemical to just break down like the glue. Uh, it reminds me of the Saturday Night Live sketch with Chris Farley where he's on the Japanese game show by accident. Yeah. And he keeps just like somehow getting the questions right. But when the other contestants... Like, what? <laughs> when the other contestants get the questions wrong, they keep having to cut off their own fingers. <laughs> <laughs> And he looks at the camera and is like, Honey, if you can hear me, call the embassy. Get me out of here. Uh, <laughs> well, 
we'll put a clip of that in the show notes. It's a really, really good episode. Uh, so uh, back at the logging site, uh, of course, Glass wants not Amy arrested. He wa- he wants her dead. Yeah. He wants MacGyver dead. He's mad at Foxworth. Just just get it done. And it's the same speech that the foreman got in the last episode. Like, we don't have time for this. Yeah. Fix it. You're creative. Be a foreman. Um, at the uh, logging camp, Braddock is uh, reapplying some of the logging inspection stickers. Right. So this would allow them to pass the inspection. Sell the sites. same log twice. Yeah, basically. Uh, but yeah, they're they're just basically trying to make sure that that they're not getting reinspected. Right. It, they're just making it appear that they've been inspected. Um, and, and MacGyver points it out by approaching one of these tags after they've left and folding it over so that you can see that there's already staple holes in it from the right. last time it was punched into a tree. And, and he's showing this to Jack. Right. And so he figures that they must be smuggling logs. Because Jack had no idea they were doing this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, like, but, but Jack seems convinced, like, no, there's no way. Even with these false tags, once you went to the way station and they started checking things out, it wouldn't work out. And then he's like, well, what if they never go to the way station? Um, and, uh... So Jack thinks to think that there might be a place like by a river that right. they might be taking it. So uh, MacGyver climbs up onto the to the logging truck, which I am really surprised that they let Richard Dean Anderson really do this. Yeah. Because those logs could shift so easily and crush his hands. Yeah. Because he's, he's holding on to the logs that are stacked onto each other. If one of those just rolls slightly, yeah. it's going to crush his hand. That, that is a real logging truck, and Richard Dean Anderson is really on the back of it. Yeah. I, I was cringing the There's whole time. There's lots of stuff on this show where I'm like, they probably didn't have to have Richard Dean Anderson do that. Part. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what they did to make sure that those logs were secured. That, I mean, they must have just ratcheted, ratcheted, ratcheted until yeah. it was like, none of this is moving. Uh, Still freaky. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, no, it's not going to work out. Um, so the truck heads down to the road and uh, goes to the river, as they suspected, right. to uh, an older uh, logging site that had also been shut down by the Yakuza. Um, Mac doesn't want to get spotted on the truck, so he jumps off, and he just totally face plants. Yeah. Like, he does not stick his landing. Yeah. Um, he does that again later, uh, like like five or six episodes from now, when yeah. he tries to climb a fence and he totally falls. Just off eats the it, end. yeah. Um, uh, so MacGyver like you know manages to hide, um, and uh, they watch as uh, Braddock carefully removes the staples and the and the, the yeah. tags to reuse and then again. To be double safe, they actually chainsaw the very last like five inches of the of the stump off right. and then destroy that and set it on fire. Right. Yeah. So that, uh, there's no painted marks on the tree. Right. Um, Jack gets the lead on where they might've been heading. Cause MacGyver was following the truck. So he, he's, he's going wherever they're going. Yeah. But Jack has to try to figure out where they're going. Right. And he manages to put together that, uh, that they're going to the old mill that had been shut down. Right. And, they try to present the evidence to the sheriff, and the sheriff's willing to to hear them out, but he says we can't go there without a warrant. Right. And so I'm going to try to get a warrant. You guys don't go to the logging camp. So Amy and Jack go to the logging camp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
uh, while MacGyver's kind of doing his like little searching around, he finds the the tide schedule and uh, uh, like a course position of a ship. That's so he's able to tell from that when a departure would be happening. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that there's a ship out at sea. I thought he was going to do something weird, like alter the tide schedule. So when they tried to like go, like, the <laughs> they ship just were... got shipwrecked and killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a log jam for you. Yeah, exactly. I was like, where's the log jam come into place? Um, and I have to say that this old this logging mill looks like the mill from Lost Love. Yeah, it probably I, I is. I think it must yeah. be. Uh, and uh, yeah, I have that in my notes. Lost Love, same mill question mark. Yeah. Uh, so as Mac is sneaking around the structures, he overhears Glass uh, talking to his superiors in English. Yeah. Which we've already seen him talking Japanese yeah. to the Yakuza. Uh, um, they he hears that they plan to frame Amy and Jack for the sabotage of the it's equipment. Like framing is not the same as killing. Yeah, um, but well, they, but they, but um, and then uh, uh, they died in the process of trying to sabotage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, because uh, Amy and Jack got there, and they weren't being as discreet as MacGyver was, and they yeah. got immediately caught. And so MacGyver's up in the rafters, like, watching them as captives getting mm-hmm. there. He does getting this a lot. Too. Yeah, this is, it reminded me of uh, the Romanus brothers, like, when he was up on the shelves, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like, all right, I'm going to kill you, brother. Well, and, 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 yeah, he'll do this, like, he did this in the um, Invisible Killer with uh, you know, when he's up in the rafters with the yeah. girl, and he's gonna do this again in a couple episodes from now, where he's hiding in the rafters and swings down. Yeah, but he, and he always waits till the exact right moment yeah. to intervene. And I have to say, the what happens next is the craziest fight yeah. MacGyver has ever. It been was like in. like lethal weapon level insanity. He swings down and kicks him in the face, but then they just start getting in a fight. Yeah, and like just is. punching and kicking all over the place. They, they end up moving outside. Yeah, they, they tumble down a thing of sawdust and Mac throws in his face. Yeah, they go like off a ledge onto a pile of sawdust. and then... Glass grabs a chainsaw and starts swinging at, it, at MacGyver. Yeah, and I thought this was going to be like a Secret of the Ooze situation. Like they're under the docks and... He's going to like start he, like, cutting super up the, the pylons. Punching out all the pylons. But so he's swinging out uh, around this chainsaw, and I thought he was just going to cut everything, and then it was going to fall down on yeah, top yeah. of him. But it just keeps going. Yeah. So he's swinging the chainsaw. MacGyver like douses him with a hose, which immediately loses all water pressure. Yeah. But it seems like it killed the chainsaw yeah, temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. It killed the chainsaw. So now Glass pulls out a knife. Yeah. Um, and, and they just keep trying to stab each other. Yeah. He's trying to stab him, and they get wrapped up onto a conveyor belt. And uh, so, and Glass is like in the position, like like Saving Private Ryan style, where they're trying to plunge the knife into his heart. Yeah, it's it's kind of like um, that scene in uh, Temple of Doom, where they're like heading towards the Crusher. And oh yeah, to yeah, stab yeah. Each other. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they're they're going up this this conveyor belt that seems to just go straight up and then drop whatever it is. Yeah, it's basically supposed to like take the sawdust out from one area and put, make a big pile of it on the opposite end of the right. yard. And but now these two guys are riding up to the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so they're being taken up higher and higher. MacGyver manages to yeah, get, like ten feet from the end. Yeah, he he manages to roll off onto a platform. Yeah, there's like a stairway that that follows up alongside the. Yeah. Conveyor and, belt. 
And like, and this doesn't seem like in true MacGyver form because we just saw him try to save Ladysmith not too long ago when they were both dangling off yeah. a ledge. You think MacGyver would say, "We're both gonna die. Um, we should get off of. We should get off here. This should be our stop." Yeah. Um, but instead, MacGyver just rolls off and lets Glass tumble off the edge to his death. Yeah. And again, this is a situation where I think it would have been cool to have him land on a bunch of logs. <laughs> But instead, he just lands on dirt. Just dirt. Just and fall. these other guys that are working in the yard are like, what the hell happened? Because yeah. they've been watching this fight the whole way up yeah. the conveyor belt. Oh, man, what an epic fight. And then uh, a then couple the of police cars yeah, pull police up. Yeah, police cars arrive. Um, the Act 5 roundup, the uh, sheriff reports that they caught the cargo ship with all the logs. Yeah, they were able to intercept it at sea. Um, I don't know what happens to those logs. I mean, yeah, I don't know they either. become police evidence. But they, they must be sold eventually. Yeah, it's got they, they must have a giant police locker to hold all these logs. <laughs> it's, like, it's like in Hot Fuzz when they move all the guns into yeah, the yeah, evidence yeah. room. It's like totally full. Uh, yeah, she mine. How many times are we going to bring up Hot Fuzz? And It's great. Of course, Amy wants to work things out with the loggers and... Her husband. Yeah. And the summit is back on. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of where we leave it. I still feel like there's a lot to explain. Like, the Yakuza has been taking over all these logging operations. Yeah. You know what I thought was interesting, though, is that at the end of the episode, they uh, when they're spelling out the problems between the loggers and the protesters, is that it seems like she's taking more of the blame than they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though, like, they were clearly doing something illegal, but she's like... Yeah, I was being a crappy person and not actually like, right. co- like trying to reach an agreement with you guys. Like it was mostly my bad, even though you guys were selling whole logs yeah, to the yeah. yakuza because it's apparently illegal to export logs that are uncut. Yeah, like there, there's some kind of import yeah. ban. Unlike but the he rhino needs horns. to keep all of his sawmills in business in Japan, and they don't have enough trees, so mm-hmm. that's why he's importing whole logs to keep the mills in business. It's kind of a... I think that this episode could have done without the international intrigue. Yeah. I mean, just just, just have them, like, double dealing... I feel like that's how a lot of these episodes start, though, where it's like... It's just a, it's just a community with a problem, like, like the, the, um, the Outsiders, you know? The, yeah. The Amish one, where it's like... It's, this is just uh, something that, that is going on, and it's just a, a bad situation. That yeah. There's no right or wrong side. And then they're like... It's a little bit too ambiguous. Let's add something that's like clearly a right and wrong, and it's like, yeah. oh, this kid's gonna die unless we do something. So yeah. let's all team up and be friends now. Or, 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 or if, let's literally just make one team criminals. Yeah, because like in, in the Outsiders, if it'd be different if like the the company trying to build the road was also being controlled by yeah. the communists. It's yeah, like, and this oh, episode would have gone on forever if the loggers were doing everything by the book mm-hmm. and just, well, yeah, sorry. Call your congressperson, tell them to stop allowing us to do this, but yeah, this is, it's this legal. Is, this wasn't really your problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I do yeah, I just felt like the, the international aspect of it was was just a little too much. Yeah. But I think there needed to be bad guys. And they had just done a very similar thing last week and they were like, We can kinda of repurpose that. Mm-hmm. And we haven't used the Yakuza yet. We've covered Nazis and Yeah, we've had we've had Nazis Soviets and the communists. A lot of Pablo Escobar, a lot of made-up South American yeah, yeah, yeah. countries. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it for this mm-hmm. one. Um, if you guys have any thoughts you'd like to share, you can find us 
on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us at facebook.com slash Podcast or our website, phoenixfoundationpodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 5, Episode 15, The Treasure of Manco. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.